new pod world order always been on geek podcast Woo! when someone asks you if you're a geek you say yes and if you're listening to this podcast you have made a good life choice you know what quality entertainment is and you know how to support the individual artists that are bringing it to you keep up the good work i'm out Picture, if you will, in the theater of your mind, two geeks. For our purposes, Marshall and Pat, who have decided no longer to bite chickens' heads off, but to instead enter the realm of internet radio. If suddenly you find yourself hearing talk of comic books, television shows, and motion pictures, you may have inadvertently thrown your chips down on Always Bet on Geek. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Man, and you're listening to Always Bet on Geek. Wait a minute, didn't Wesley Snipes say that? Didn't Wesley Snipes go to prison? Didn't Wesley Snipes go to prison for tax evasion? Don't bet on black, folks. Bet on Geek. So, I'm going to write a sign and put it in front of my face that says, Hi, (laughs) Energy. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm putting it right here in front of me so every time I look down, I will see this note that says, Hi, Energy. And maybe, just maybe, it's not such a crackhead idea after all. Well, I guess you should probably make a sign that says, let's start the podcast by saying who we are. So go for it, man. What's up, everybody? This is Marshall. Squishy Now Sync on the Twitters and all that stuff and whatnot and so forth. Welcome to Always Bet on Geek. I'm sitting here. In the same place I'm always sitting, and, and Pat's over there sitting in the same place he's sitting, 200 miles across the, what did I call it? The Redneck Oasis. Lots of trees, lots of hills. Lots of yokels, lots of rednecks. And on that note, this is your friendly neighborhood co-host, Pat, who is... I will bet good money that this edit will still include the first opening <laughs> because you tend to say after care of in the edit and then I'll I'll get the edit and then it's just like oh it's still there. It's the Marshall special. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's funny. 
So what's that mean? You're not going to introduce yourself this time? <laughs> wait, wait. How high are you? I just did. Like, before I went into all of that, I said, this is your friendly from neighborhood co-host, Pat. Did you really just say that the second time? Yeah, man. Wow. I'm looking at wow. this I'm looking at this high energy and this little smiley face and I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. And I was not even listening to what you were saying. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently, I mean, geez. It's only ten twenty in the morning. Well, hey guys. Hey guys, welcome to yet another episode of Always Metal Geek, where neither Marsh nor Pat have notes, and apparently Marsh is really, really high. No, man, I'm not that high. I just wasn't paying attention, which is what I should be doing right now, doing a podcast, I suppose. Um, what you been doing this week? You know, I haven't heard any, uh, I haven't gotten any diva yeses or diva noes at all, so. See, I think that just proves that Folks like the the status quo. They like what we're already doing, and <laughs> of course, you would say that. The, <laughs> amen. The people, the people have spoken. The people have spoken. No, they haven't. Their, Nobody has well, spoken <laughs> except for me. <laughs> even, even with your silence, you speak, and with their silence, they have spoken. So I, I guess it's hashtag diva no. I think really what it is is they were distracted by the poll that I put up on Twitter because <laughs> we got like and, 46 or 47 different uh, votes. And explain the poll, man. Oh, well, I mean, you know, I've, I've said it a couple times. I've applied to be on season six of Comic Book Men. Um, I haven't heard back yet, but... If I'm able to do it, it's going to be like, maybe like, not next week, but the week after that, and we're behind on our bills, and Stephanie switched jobs, and, you know, we're, it'll be impossible for me to go, but, you know, I I was thinking about it, and, you know, a dude, one of my Twitter friends, he did a GoFundMe to help him move another one to help him go to dragon con you know we got toad an xbox we got emma a bike you know we're helping you know we you know other there's lots of different gofundmes that we've all pitched in on and stuff and though it's not important per se like you know uh the mark one brian's cats in desperate need of help i mean you know things like this it's not important like that but this seems like it's a once in an opportunity lifetime. So my poll was if I can make it on the show, um, is GoFundMe for the plane ticket in the hotel in bad taste or no, do what you got to do. And we're sitting at close to 70%. Everybody's like, do what you got to do. So I don't know. Once again, once again, the people have spoken. Do what? I want to go to Stanford and Bobby Okay. What up, Stel? I'm hoping that'll work. Well, not when you don't spell energy right. E N E R G Y. I had it first because I was talking about it. It said E N E N. I spelled energy wrong twice. 
Because I was talking to you and, and writing at the same time, and I put E-N-E-N-Y. And then I was like, oh, that's not supposed to be an N. That's supposed to be an R. So I made the N into an R, and then it was said E-N-E-R-Y. <laughs> there's, there's no... Yeah. I would have never even noticed the whole time. I would have never noticed, realized how stupid I was. We should have taken a picture of that. No. No, I don't like my print and stuff. I mean, it's like some, I'm very remedial. So speaking of that, I was thinking that if I set up a forum, if we can do some play-by-post of the Marvel game. But I know you don't actually like to write, so I'm not sure how that would go over. I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> so I was thinking if I set up a form, we could probably do some play by post for the Marvel game, but I know you don't like to write, so I'm not quite no, sure. I don't dislike writing. I just know that anybody who doesn't actually know me that reads it would think that I was like a fourth grader or something, fifth grader. I know you've read my the stupid role-playing journals. It'd be no, it'd be like uh, the the forums on the uh, the White Wolf chats and stuff that I've done. Yeah, because I mean, I did chats and I did a lot of stuff in the forums. No, that's true. That's true. I mean, yeah, I mean, we could do that because I mean, there's I got several several hours now that I've stepped away from the game to do stuff on the superior side, so. I would. I was thinking about that just a couple of nights ago at work. I needed to try to get you online or get you on the phone or something and try to figure out some stuff. Because I don't want to drop the ball on that. I really only have one opportunity to do the, what I'm trying to do without really getting super nasty. I can't get too nasty. I have to have some contingencies in, plan, in place first. But before the contingency plans can be put into place, I have to still have a presence there and I still have to be doing stuff. I'm just biding time until I don't. If I get nasty, there are people that can come for me and I don't want to have to fight everybody kind of stuff. So I have to. Right. I have to plan for different people because when the shit hits the fan, there are going to be a couple of people that I go for first. And it, everything else depends on whether or not I can take care of that threat. I have to go down the list of a couple people that could gang up on me and kick the shit out of me. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think we know what our topic will be for this podcast. I think it's, it's going to be role playing. So like, oh no, so Sorry. nobody likes well, to hear about other people's well, games and stuff, man. No. Actually, that's not true. Like I said before, I do enjoy that, so I can't be the only one. But I was just saying we have to talk about our game. But like I know you've been role playing since what high school or junior high? Fifth grade. Wow, elementary school. Okay, actually, so bef- out of bef- all- before that, no, I met I met my buddy. I met Jesse in fifth grade, and first. The first role-playing, official role-playing game I started playing was Dungeons and Dragons, but right. it was 
we would play games like choose your own adventure kind of deal on the phone. Well, like, I know we've said this before in our, the first time we've made a podcast about role playing, but I guess what we, what I never asked you was out of all those years, like close to two decades or more of role playing, what has been your favorite character? Well, it would have to be my favorite. I mean, my current character that I'm playing in your game, just because he's the only one that hasn't died. Wait, I mean, because like, you know. And by the way, this is like, you know, a decade, more than a decade ago. Let's actually cut that part out. Okay, you know that one game that you ran, we were all partying and stuff, and uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, you were about to say oh, that, right. BK. And, yeah. Uh, and you let me play my old character? Man, it was ridiculous. I mean, it makes sense. You role play your whole life, you become a better role player. You know, you learn different things. My badass super character that did all that super awesome shit back when I was a kid got taken out in one round and one action. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, holy shit. So, did we talk about that? Did we talk about my other ridiculously quick lifespans of my other characters on the podcast yet? Because I want to say that yes. we have. Okay, never mind. Yeah, we have. Those were bad. But. I guess, I guess like, this I'm surprised that out of all those years and all those characters from D and D to well, you know, Harping with Dixie, there was to your own life. Yeah, go I, ahead. I forgot there. You, when you said uh, the Dixie by night, that was the LARP that I met you guys in. Right. Uh, I played because I always because I always assumed that it would be Squish. Squishy was. Your favorite character. Yeah, considering that I've made it my moniker for life. Yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a a different different game, different genre. You know, I'm partial to superhero. Like, if I had to choose between the two, I would do the Marvel game. But White Wolf, yeah. Because, I mean, there's there's been a time or two... I want to say there's been a time or two where I was killed. So I really shouldn't have even kept the character going and stuff. But I th I'm pretty sure that some of the, the two times were like reversed because of some stupid bullshit. I got cheated somehow or another. And I don't know. I never whine about deaths. Whenever I die, I'm like, okay. But then the storytellers wouldn't let it happen. So I don't know what happened exactly. Well, has that always been the case? Like, have you always just kind of... It's like, eh, it happened, it happened, or was there a character that there's you been, actually There's hurt? been a couple characters where I'm like, son of a bitch, no, uh-uh. I don't remember. I mean, besides the one I'm playing now, but that was different circumstances. It wasn't... <laughs> I remember that. It wasn't because he died or something. It was, I was, and it really wasn't even nothing that happened in the game. It was just some, a place that I myself was at, at that moment. No, no, because the, the first time, or one of the times, is when... Stuff had gone down, and you would turn into a vampire, and you were like, I can't live like this, and you actually went into a volcano. 
And I was like, all right, man. Well, all the, right, reason, the reason the reason why this. the reason why I did that was because just on a whim, I'm like, I'm a vampire. I'm hungry. Okay, well, I'm going to go feed. I'm not going to kill the guy. I'm just going to feed. And you were like, okay, make the roll. I was cool. I didn't kill the guy. Uh, and then I went to straight to Dr. Strange, and he was like, yes, we can reverse it as long as you haven't fed yet. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Yep. And like, that's, that's it. Canon, I'll, I'll, so just, I'll, like... just, I'll just take it out. I'll just take myself out. Fuck this. I'm not going to be a vampire. So that's when I, since I still had superpowers, I went to the, the edge of a volcano and said, see you later, cruel world. And Pat was like, no, that's, that's stupid, man. Let's love. We'll do that over again. <laughs> even he w- even Pat was like, yeah, no, I put too much time and effort into this character. You're not going to die that way. I'll kill you a different way. Not like that. And he has killed me in different ways. No, you say thanks, that, but... Thanks to Alien has, Tech, you can has, be killed and always, resurrected. It has and always... I want this on record. It has always been his own actions that has led to his untimely demises. It was not me being a let's kill them GM. It was always the actions of Most of the time. Him. Sometimes it was beyond my control. But, like, weird. Like when we were sold to the brood or the, no, the scroll. When we were being held hostage for some other shit that happened and not hostage. We were slaves. It's a, it's a, right. it's a very, very long story, but we, no, wait, we but were, you were so like you were so into the scroll slave pins, but I think you died. Yeah. We were held in the little back to tank things and tortured and then revived and then tortured and revived just like the hive did us and yeah, yeah but i guess the hive the, it was under my own actions but i you know that's kind of an extreme circumstance well there, man. you were it was also your own actions that you all, y'all were captured by the scrolls because <laughs> you had to do stuff to be put on that most wanted list and then y'all filled the road to get away it's not like i just said this happens y'all had a chance no, not to get away from them, because we were slaves with the collars on, and he just said, you know, Joseph slipped up and said the name that I'm known for, and he ran that in the computer and said, holy shit, 15 races want these fuckers dead or alive. Uh, here's the highest bidder. Let's give them to the scroll. He was like, okay, sorry, guys. Y'all helped me out a lot. Uh, see ya. I didn't sell you to the scroll, or the, the brood. Be thankful. We had, right. no, we had no powers. We were just traded straight off to the scroll. That's right. That's but whenever, went, but when we were in the back, yeah, but y'all went of your, but y'all went of your own free will because how was that possible? Joseph we were slaves. Like, what we, right? But y'all still had freedom of movement, <laughs> and Joseph said, "What do we do?" And you said, "Let's just go. We'll figure out a way out after this happens." So y'all got, so y'all didn't try to like an escape or to fight for your freedom. You were like. Let's just let this play out. I'm sure we'll have the opportunity to escape. You know what? I know. I know exactly what time. What time around the year and stuff that was. That was around when Episode One came out, because I was all trying to be like Qui Gon and shit and do the Force and everything happened. (laughs) I I know exactly. I remember now that you said it like that. I remember exactly what the fuck I was thinking. What the fuck kind of retarded shit is that? Because then Super Scroll ended up fucking killing me. Fucking yes, but burn me that was, to, as a corpse and shit. That wasn't my fault. I was trying to get away at that point. 
Yeah, but that was in a fight. Y'all were fighting. And no, he got that wasn't a, a fight. Round he on puckled, you. he uh, 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 sucker punched me. That wasn't. Yes, but anyway. But you had a role. You feel the surprise, Rob. I guess what I'm saying is, I'm not the kind of GM that just kills a character while giving them a shot at like fighting. I don't like this topic. I'm just going over all my deaths and shit. I don't, I don't like it. Okay, so I guess we've covered the your favorite, and we covered like how you feel with character death. So you both run games, and you've been to PC. Which do you enjoy more? I like playing. I mean, because I'm like super prepared guy. When I'm running a game, I'll build a city. I'll like make a map of the city. I'll figure out what every building is and who lives there and write their characters out. And, and I do all this world building shit. And then when it comes to running the game, I have no idea. It's like I do the world building, but the actual character part of it, you're really supposed to build characters and then build the world around the characters, not the other way around. But for some reason, even though I know that I can't get that right. So I don't have much confidence in my storytelling ability as a, a storyteller. Well, you know, I've learned that people have their own way of you know, preparing for a game and doing a game. So I don't think there's any definite right or wrong way as long as everyone's having fun. So, because like, you know, I'm not the super prepare a guy like I do a rough outline about key events I would like to see happen in a game session and then to see if I can get them there or if I have to improv but I guess some people are better at improv and some people are better with more of a structure but either way is good as long as everyone's ha- having fun in my opinion but I do so I do this but have you ever, I mean, do you ever read a new role-playing system because you want to see how this system works, just like on the mechanical way, and then like you kind of want to try to run it, but you never but you never do? Like, I can't count the number of role-playing books I have just because I wanted to see how they constructed their game mechanics and... If that would be useful in a game, I would want to run. Um, no, <clears throat> like the only role playing games I'm exposed to pretty much now is something of, of one of my friends or something bring up to me. I have too many role playing books. Some of them I don't even play because, <clears throat> like Shadowrun, for example, Champ. Right. I have thirty, forty, fifty books i don't know how many and because it's second edition and not whatever 20th edition that they're on now nobody would ever fucking (laughs) never play it with me so it's like i'm not trying to run the game but i got it's just too much to read you know when you when i get books like the word the number the the letters kind of start moving on me after a minute and then i fall asleep so i can't really just read rule books that's why it took me so long to, to, to learn Vampire and White Wolf and stuff is because I had to, it was like I was role playing and I was playing and I had to read small paragraphs at a time and stuff. 
really because like you you were always up with all the rules but every place so i thought you had like no i don't study I, can, I, I can't study rules it's just years of playing i run the game a lot so like when you played in the dark age game and you did uh la sombra which for those right. who don't know is a vampire who controls shadows um that's a mild way of putting it but <clears throat> um you know, I had to learn all the rules for that stuff, which was fine. And then whenever I was doing the chat role-playing, and they asked me to be their Tremere storyteller, which a Tremere is the vampire blood magic user people. Yep, uh, yep. Actually, that, sorry. Actually, that was my second character I ever made was a Tremere named Xavier the one that, for the old LARP. The one that got roasted alive? How did you get killed? Because you died the first time, <laughs> the first game that I showed up, and it wasn't even an actual game. It was like a... It it was an in-character in night. That was actually my third character. Oh, like, okay, um, okay. Like, that was my second character to die in that LARP, but that was not my first character like my first character was uh was a werewolf uh super fang i think that was the tribe and then i but that character never died like he just got on his bike and rode what was that it's my phone vibrating uh, well, he never died. He just got on his bike and rode out of town. My next character was Xavier, who was a Tremere, and he died. That's my first ever character death, and it wasn't even my fault. But then I played... Oh, man. Oh, no, that was my fourth character. My third, char my third character was a Macavian named The Doctor, and oh, I he was probably one of my... <clears throat> I heard people talk about my... The Doctor. Right, because he was actually one of my favorite. Because I played against type. Because when you first start role playing, you tend to play a character that's kind of like yourself. Because you're trying to get used to it and you're trying to figure out your voice. But by my third character, I was like, you know, I could probably play a not nice character. So the doctor was my first evil, crazy character. It was a blast, like, you know, so he was actually one of my one of my favorites, and he got killed too. But that time, that was my fault. <laughs> so, and who did I play? What clan was I? Because my fourth character, me and my one of my best friends, Ryan, we were partners, and he was a follower of Set, and I was... He was Voodoo Shaman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was... That was a different character, though. The first night that I showed up, Voodoo Shaman came after the guy that died. I don't... Right. Because the, fir the first like, night that I showed up, I, I didn't yeah, know that any was, of y'all. And yeah. you were playing a Tremere, and you yeah. were flying around, throwing fireballs. Right. And he I played, was playing a I werewolf. Or, another Tremere. He was playing like a, a gangrel, which is like a, a wolf like a close thing to a werewolf but it's a vampire wolf instead of a werewolf yeah he survived he survived right i died but he survived because he 
he was killed later on at an actual role-playing night. Oh, okay, but so yeah, that, I, that was Voodoo Shaman? I thought y'all both died that night. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, only I died that night. <laughs> he escaped. Okay. Because I remember... So, so wow, yeah, all of my... All of my vampire characters died except for my last one when the game ended when the entire game ended yeah that really upset me i had just got to 100 experience i had just bought advanced fortitude i I was doing pretty good for myself you know i never realized all of my vampire characters died until we started having this conversation (laughs) what a violent game the only character that did not die was my werewolf in Aaron's game and my last character who was um what's that clan that can control the dead but they look like a corpse that looks like a corpse a samadhi or a sa- yeah. samidi or yeah I'm not sure how you pronounce it yeah that was my last clan and my last character oh that's awesome all the other ones yeah all the other ones died horribly violent deaths in that game but my favorite of all of them was the doctor he was fun to play yeah vampire is kind of cool because you can uh it's it's understood the world of darkness is an evil horrible place for the most part right yeah it's it's a shithole you know don't trust you don't you have to right unless you are mind controlling somebody you can't trust them you know, but what's and, funny is, like, you know, I have never seen this happen in a tabletop game, but in a LARP, people get really attached to their characters. So I've seen, like, real-life friendships come to either an end or close to an end because something happened to somebody's character because yeah. <laughs> you get so attached to it. I saw somebody cry and beg him, beg somebody not to kill him. Yeah. So, I mean, and he didn't, and then it fucking ruined the game because the fucking dude was way too powerful, and that's why we were trying to kill him in the first place, but whatever. Right. Oh, <laughs> right. Right. And it was, that plan took forever to do. It took and months and months. It actually, right, and it actually went off without a hitch, and at, at that moment, <laughs> he was his real-life friend, so he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it, even though so many people had taken part in that plan because that, that character was so powerful. Right. Wow. I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty much the whole game was plotting against him. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, man, the memories. But yeah, well, that game went on for so long because I got involved in like 95 I'm not sure. I think it took me... 2000? In my head, I want to say I played for a year and I got 100 experience. But it seems like it was longer than that. Yeah, because your first... The first time I met your character was in like... 96. And you were playing. No, it wasn't that far back. Yeah, because... The reason why I wasn't in Midtown. You saw I wasn't in Midtown that young. Well, okay, so was your first was your first night when you saw me get killed when I was in the air trying to throw fireballs at Aaron's IC night? Yeah. Okay, that happened because 
out of character. The guy who killed me was dated my ex-girlfriend. Right. And she hated me. Right. So that's why that happened. Right. But we broke up in 96, man. So that was in 96. Have we been playing Marvel since 96? 97? We st- yeah. Yes. I was thinking 98. Nope. No, because we started Marvel when we were still hanging out with Christy before she moved away because she was what I consider one of the core players, you, Ryan, and Christy. But yeah, so it was like 96, man. Okay. So we have been playing this Marvel game for 20 years. Yeah. I th- yeah, I, that's part. <laughs> I feel like that I should be, I, should, I feel like I should be more powerful. <laughs> well, that's part of the reason why I agreed that it can go cosmic because for some reason I didn't know it had been that long either and then when you called it out when we were in Jersey walking to your car and I was like holy fuck he's right you know what it's I, been two decades I wasn't really the one that said something first Stephanie said something first and I just kind of jumped on it but yeah yeah but that's your but yeah but that's your mo <laughs> you know somebody would say something first but then after you jump on it you make the point it, a bit more of a hardcore fashion and I was like He's fucking right. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! Why shouldn't years. Why shouldn't we be able to get more power and do more stuff? And right, yeah. You know the Fantastic Four. And, what issue did they repel Galactus in? Like oh, 30, that, 40? Like the, oh well, well, which time? The first time. Because the first time it was, it was back in the sixties. Because um, I mean, what issue? How new of how new of a team oh, um, were they? They were real new as a team when they did that, right? That was part of what became known as the Galactus trilogy, and I think that took place around their issue fifty. Okay. Well, yeah, because issue fifty one was the the famous issue of this man, this monster. It was all about the thing. So yeah, they repelled this in the last part of that three-part in issue 50. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic. Stanley and Kirby at the top of the game. I mean, dude, think about that, man. Think about that. They they came up with a story where a fucking being ate planets, and it was like, all right, now y'all go stop it. I mean, dude, who is <laughs> this? I don't think, I think sometimes we get so complacent because we've been living with the Marvel U for like all of our lives, but just the sheer creative energy to come up with like the Silver Surfer and go like this in a three issue span, and then they kept on going. Have you seen shit. Have the you, Black Panther? Have you, the Inhumans. Have you I seen mean, the uh, the DC answer to uh, Silver Surfer? Or maybe the Black Racer? Yeah, <laughs> the dude with the skis. <laughs> also. Also created by Jack Kirby. He's a new god. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Black Racer, yeah. I watched a YouTube video that showed the the doppelgangers. You know, Deadshot and Deadpool and all the all the many of them. There's a lot. I don't need to get into them. But yeah, it hurt me when that, that game actually... died, man. Because like, uh, my character never died. I thought I was cool. Wait, wait, now, you played two characters. Did one die or did one just go away? 
No, I played one character. I, I played Shamadu. Wait, I played because... Shamadu in the LARP the whole time. It's one time I had to change my so, identity. So, that was always Shamadu. It was never two different characters. Oh no! Uh-uh. No, whenever, whenever I, I forgot that. whenever the the Nosferatu, I was playing a clan called Nosferatu, which are like un- underground dwellers there because they're hideously deformed. But they have like invisibility and super strength, and uh, they can communicate with animals. If anybody yep. has even gotten this far, forty minutes into the podcast, and even cares, um, but the elder of the clan of our bloodline in the area, uh, he was running things like a tyrant, and he was saying, "I'm your elder. You're doing what I say. Blah blah blah. Fuck you, and, and you're gonna do this." And I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm the prince of this city." And oh my god, that's right. You were the prince for a while. I forgot. Well, it that. was because the the powerful Malkavian dude. I straight up said, "Look." You know, I, I'm going to be, you run this shit. I know that you run this shit. Let me be your figurehead. Let me be your puppet. That way I'm new. I speak with authority. Uh, you don't, you don't, you know. So I put myself as a puppet, knowing that his ass would protect me because everybody in the frick, you know, when you go to jail, you go to the biggest dude and you either jump him or you join him. And, you know, you don't jump, you don't jump him in. What's funny is, right quick, that's exactly what happened in Daredevil Season 2 when that guy walked up on the kingpin and was like, hey man, listen, if you need info, I got your back, man. And anyway, I thought that was a cool scene where you saw the kingpin slowly reassemble his empire in prison. Right. (laughs) Behind bars. Anyway, sorry, go ahead, man. Back to your character. But I mean, really... What was I supposed to do the first time I showed up? First of all, the first game, the first couple of months, nobody ever saw my character because I stayed invisible. And the thing is with that, at low levels, the low levels when you're weak of invisibility like that, if you move, even flinch, people can can try to make rolls and try to try to see you. So I couldn't even move. I'll throw, yeah. <laughs> so for like... Right, so now... Yeah, so like... If, so in real life, guys, in real life, I would walk up into a in-character night or an actual role-playing night and there would be this guy in the hood and clothes in the corner not saying anything for how long, man? That happened for a while. Um. Well, the first time we talked about this, because I, I edited it so I remember a little better, I said a month, and you said three times that, and we decided maybe yeah, it maybe was, it was two months about. But yeah, cause like it, it was it real was, easy because I didn't know y'all. So, but, but it, it got to a point where I had to ask our friend Aaron, whose apartment we would game in, what the fuck is up with that guy in the corner, man? <laughs> He's not saying shit, man. <laughs> well, anyway, but you have to okay. You have to put it in my perspective here and character, because when the, when the games were over, I would talk and I'd be sociable because y'all smoked weed. So fuck, what the hell, you know, that's my thing. So right. I was I, I was the life of the party at that point, but uh, that still took a couple of weeks because I didn't know anybody. So I'm not a super sociable person until I found out that y'all smoke. Okay, um, the first time I showed up in the game, I'm seeing a, a dude with claws jumping on this this guy clawing at him not doing shit to him okay this would kill anybody else 
a Tremere, a dude flying in circles, throwing fireballs at this dude. It's engulfing him, not doing shit. Not only does it not do shit, but then he uses magic and pulls you and kills this dude. What the fuck? Of course I'm going to go yeah, and say, hey man, I'll be your uh, puppet. Just don't kill me. Because he, cause he, had, he had arms of the fucking abyss. And wow, yeah, what a completely... God, he was so fucking overpowered because well, he we'll was see. a fucking Bicavian. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're breaking into different languages now. It's it's uh, but realistically, what you would do in that situation, you would come to the city and you would see that shit, and you would leave the city. You wouldn't stay in that (laughs) city, right? But I wanted I wanted to play in this game, so you have to already just suspend the fact that this is crazy as shit, and you wouldn't even be here in the first place. I mean, because yeah, he's the worst one, but. there are people out there that are almost as powerful as him that are, but there's only 10 people in the room. So that means that you're overpowered by a bazillion just by showing up as a starting character. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to move. I don't, I don't know y'all. I see that shit the first time. Fuck that. (laughs) I cannot believe you made it through the entire game with one character. That is a feat. Well, see once I, once he, once he made me the prince in his place, it freed him up to do other stuff, but but he also, because he was so overpowered, he had everything maxed out. He let me use all of his mo- yep. money, influences, the, the weapons, the, the ghouls. The I was doing all kinds of crazy shit on the the back end. So wait, so he so he so he actually played it like you would play it if you were a uber powerful elder vampire. You sat back and let the lessers handle all the small shit while you you, you just chilled. Pretty much. And then because of that, all of his influences, I was responsible for like, and I know there was a lot of crazy shit that happened while I was playing, but I think it was the most infamous moment in the game, which ended up, I think that was probably what was responsible for ending the game was the, the Halloween Jackson game to where the FBI was called and the, uh, all the government agencies and the vampires were fighting, <laughs> were fighting openly with the van, with the, the, the government. And it was, they were using powers and it was like, you know, no, there's no way this game could, could keep going. But that was actually my fault because I was using all of the dude's influences and someone, someone did something, uh, Cause that was the night to where there was like the big vampire. They they rented like whatever that place was. It was like a rec center. They rented it out for the night, and there was like oh oh that's right that's right. Sorry, I had one more character before that Zamidi. It was a Bruja. He actually lived. Cause it got to a point where I could either leave the city or I was gonna die. And I hopped on my bike and I drove off. That's right. I played a Bruja that one time. No, I was a gang girl. I was a gang girl. Anyway, sorry. So you, I was. You I did, think there was you, one more. I was forgetting. You did that with your werewolf and your your gang girl. Yeah, yeah. So like, those well, were. The I'm only fixing to die, so there's no reason to do this. I'll just make another character. No, it's right. cool. I'll just make another character. <laughs> yeah. There's no need to kill me. That's just wasted experience for my next character. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> like, right. We can, yeah. We can just say yeah. you killed me if it's that important to you. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, because when it comes down to it, when you know it's happening, when there's no hope and it's just going to happen, 
then oh yeah because like I that's had, experience I that i can put onto my next character there's no reason to yeah because i had i had got it involved in a plot it, it almost went off but the people i was involved with fucked fucked it up and it was all coming down and i was about to be the last man standing and i was like nope i mean and the, the also the reason why i got the reason why i had an advantage really because it wasn't a big group the Memphis group was a pretty small group as far as big groups go i mean so and y'all already knew each other so y'all's mannerisms and different things y'all picked up on way too easy with each other so you could just look a certain way and then ryan would be like oh i know what he's <laughs> yeah. thinking i know what's going on and he could yeah. use that you yeah. know and aaron and Karen, i mean they're y'all were so familiar with each oh, yeah. other um but that's true. That's and true. Y'all yeah. didn't, if I, didn't know me. If you I, couldn't. You couldn't pin. You couldn't figure out what I was thinking. In fact, we were so tight as like real life friends that, and we had lumped together for so long, we could feel what the other person would throw as their sign. Like after a while, because you would get into a rhythm. So every now and then, it would just go into stalemate because we would always just keep throwing the same sign over and over again wow yeah i forgot i forgot all that man and it was it was the same way because okay this 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 uh larp and if we haven't said it yet it's live action role playing uh and it's kind of like role models the movie to a extremely lesser extent because okay uh we don't it's a vampire game so we're all playing vampires or servants of vampires or something like that that's the genre it's a gothic kind of blah blah game uh you get extra experience if you dress your part which when it's live it's kind of like a halloween party that you play a character it's like a play group halloween it's silly but now that cosplay so big it's not that big a damn deal to me anymore right it's it's so it's so fucking weird <laughs> man how we were on like the beginning edge of that well that's so. not nothing to brag about man Okay. Anyway, <laughs> actually, no. I mean, come on, let's go. I, uh, I mean, I always thought, I always thought it was fun and cool, and we took some amount of pride by. No, I've I've always I've um, always enjoyed dressing up and stuff. Halloween was all has always been my jam, and now you know, and that's why I like doing the chipping in when I did some of the tell them Steve Dave the town doll things, the dressing up. Man, yep. some of that shit was fun. I really dig it. There's something they're doing tonight too. I need to. Anyway, um, uh, but there was in this LARP there was multiple cities and multiple states that we were all yeah it, we, it was they so had big. their yeah. games at the same nights that we had our games and it was all in live real time. There was the prince of this city, which is the leader, and the prince of this city. And Actually, this... so for folks who don't know, we live in. The southern region. So, this game spanned Memphis, St- Tennessee, Starkville, Mississippi, Oxford, Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi, Vicksburg, Mississippi, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I never, I, all I never, I never made a Hattiesburg game. But, really? Okay. But they but were, yeah, they, they were, were all part, part of the right. Right. So, what would happen in one city would have an effect on other cities because each city had its own prince. Anyway. This is real deep cuts, <laughs> but I was always amazed how we kept it going for so long. <laughs> when I was just, so I was just, evolved. I was just upset that it went for several years, and I just caught the last, the last year. Even though, I mean, it wasn't really my fault. I did 
caused all that stuff. Well, what had happened was th- oh the no, I mean no doing like, that because I was the one that used my I mean, influences and said, uh, "Officer down, officer down," which like oh I remember yeah it triggered everything, and then somebody else said, uh, caught wind of it and then used his influence to help that and then it the whole game went to shit after that. Well, I mean, to be fair, man, that was not your fault. Like there was many out of. Out of character reasons, the game crumbled because, you know, it's, it's like we said before in this podcast, people would get attached to their character. So there would be times where somebody would still be pissed off about a character they lost like two years ago and they would take it out <laughs> on somebody's with their new character, even though that character should have had no idea. Anyway, it was a whole lot of out of character stuff that pretty much broke the camel's back. Okay. But, uh, you know, they after a while, and it wasn't me that made people decide to make this rule, they capped you at a certain amount of experience every month because there was people yes. that would drive from city to city to city to go to all these different games. No, they weren't on the same nights. Some of them were, but all the in-characters were in the same... All the in-character nights were, like, on Wednesdays. But yep, there were once-a-month games... And they were there was one there was enough to where you could go every weekend to a different city and play in a different game. And which and you get experience for every Ryan game, did. yeah. I mean, yeah. soon I destroyed so like, I destroyed my car. I mean, I destroyed that car driving from city to city like that. Me and Ryan drove so much because, like, we like when we lived in Jackson, we would always do the do what we call the loop. You know, Vicksburg, Hattiesburg. Oxford, Starkville, and then when we added Memphis, Memphis. But then after we moved to Memphis, we couldn't really do, we couldn't go past Jackson, so we never really got to another game in Hattiesburg. But we would still do like Starkville, Oxford, and Jackson. (laughs) So, yeah. Well, a lot of traveling. Yep. We would max out that experience, man. People, yeah, no, you, you it was it was like what? it was a whole year because people were like, "How the fuck did you get a hundred experience in a year?" I said, "I traveled to every city. I was at a, every weekend." <laughs> yeah, I mean they yeah. they give you they give you an extra experience if you pitch in a couple dollars for the venue. They give you extra yep. experience if uh, one extra experience if you dress the part. I mean, that's yep. added up. They've maxed this at this. This is how many months. And plus, in a like year. I think. I think you got at least one experience for every IC night, right? If you went to all four of them. Right. That's right. Ah, oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, man. So. And now, and, and now, guys, what's funny is, what's funny is, we're doing all this, but the majority of us, including me, we're still in college. So we're doing this plus school. Plus, probably our job. <laughs> so, how, how do we have free time? Because I guess our free time was hanging out with our friends, LARPing. Because, yeah, y'all y'all yeah. left y'all left the house a lot less whenever I moved in. Well, yeah, because then we also started Marvel, so then we had a game that we we could just play in house. They're like, oh, guys, guess what? If y'all want to hang out. Come on over here. Let's go. We got to, let's play. Let's take care. Oh, and, 
And there was that time me and Ryan hosted a game, and you got extra XP if you were the host, and we had it at our apartment. And that was actually the game where my character, the doctor, became Prince of Memphis. <laughs> that was fun. I missed that one. Uh, dude, it was so fucking epic. <laughs> it was so epic. I never wanted to be the prince. I just wanted to not die. Actually, he was my only character that had... Well, because as a Macavian, that clan is insane. So when you make up your character, you have to pick a derangement. Yeah, when, he, when pick, he says insane, he literally... That's part of their character type is they are mentally right. unstable in some different ways. And when you start right, the, so, a derangement that like he's talking about is a mental having handicap of some sort. <laughs> right. So I picked power madness. I had to have power, 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 more power. Well, you set him and up. So, you set him up to die from the beginning. Then I did. It was so much fun <laughs> playing a character with no conscience. who only wanted naked power. And I played it to the hill, but since people were so used to me being nice, because as in real life, I'm a nice guy. So I would, they didn't really see it coming. Right, right, right. Oh man, good times. <laughs> it was fun, man. I like that character. But I think my favorite character of all time is my superhero character. I play with Ryan's Champions game Stone. called Vindicator. Yeah, I played in that game. That was pretty. Yeah, cool. that was pretty. <laughs> you all. Man, I, I, you almost killed all of our characters. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. Whenever you're up against, you guys were a team. Y'all were like the Avengers, and it was straight up. Yep. You were like, I guess you would like be like Iron Man. To I don't know. Yeah. Because I mean, I only had exposure to your character for that one time, and you had the super armor, and uh, and y'all came in and took me out like a weldoid machine and all that kind of. I mean, I only got one hit really, and then that was it. But uh, you you took away that was you took away was, a super that was a super powered person. That was from... actually that was actually a fun game session because it's the first time I ever played against other PCs because you and Daniel were like terrorists or or like arms dealers or or something. No, and our team we, got we, called. We weren't no? we weren't doing anything bad like that. We. Uh... I had a lot of money and I had some contacts and I bought a bunch. I bought an island. So then I bought uh, drugs and I bought weapons. <laughs> I mean, I, ha I had these things. I wasn't dealing them or anything, but it was contraband. Absolutely. I'm not, sa I'm not saying that it was, we, but we weren't like terrorists or anything. You know what I'm saying? We were just, okay, because like, we were just living the life and we were protecting our land and we never shot at anybody, see, but they just kind of came in and, well, because our sit rep, our our thing was, and y'all didn't know we that I was suicidal, so <laughs> right because our team was only called in if there was a superhuman breaking the laws or going too far outside the bounds, which y'all were doing y'all's own thing. So right. we got called right. in, and right. No, I mean I'm not so, I'm not denying the fact that we weren't we were doing bad. Yeah, we were doing bad, but that that's. You know, uh, Ryan also had some other storyline to where there was something, there was aliens or something on this island already. No, yeah, no, there were actual 
the the aliens from aliens yeah. were actually on Earth. I just happened I actually... just happened to buy the island that the fuckers were you know, this is how Ryan did things, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It was fun and I never I never but in character I was at war. That's why I bought these weapons because I didn't know what the fuck. This is this is my place, and I'm, we're gonna figure this out. Because if I leave, I'm just letting whatever the fuck this is. You know, the drugs. Well, that was something different. But the weapons were because we were defending ourselves. So when, you know, Pat's team showed up, I mean, he he did. They did it so efficiently. They took me out like they, you know, they they knew exactly where to go and how, which, you know, badass teams do that. Uh, I remember you saying that it was a wake up call. Cause I got one hit, but since I, my my character, all he did. Oh, your character was so super strength, right? Right. He had like maxed out super strength, but then he had like density increased to the, right to the max that I could afford, whatever it was. But it also made me stronger, and so like my base, right, my so, base strength so like, was ninety nine, so, and then it pumped me up to like. So for folks, right? So for folks who don't know heroes, which is the game system that Champions is built on. His two powers mean he can almost lift a mountain. Like, if he, because he could stack his super strength on top of his Disney control. And he was, dude. <laughs> now, but I was, I was really, really was, slow, though. So when you ran up on me, I, right, I punched right. you and almost took you out in one punch. And then your team just blasted one me punch. to pieces. <laughs> yeah, because, like, now, my character at that time was the most powerful PC in that game because I had been playing for a while. And I had built up my defenses. And until that moment, they were efficient. So I'm like, no, I'm fucking Superman. Like, I land down, you know, stop, you know, in the name of Century. This cat clocks me and rolls good. And I'm like, I can take it. And I'm like, oh, wait, no shit. Add it up, add it up. Holy fuck! You what the fuck? Fuck that! Blast them! <laughs> no more talking. <laughs> oh man. Well, see if that well, I was I wouldn't have reacted that way if Ryan hadn't have set it up like that. I mean, that, of course this I don't know what's happening. And then and then after I wake up, I'm not uh, I'm not like shackled or anything. I'm sitting there in the plane. No, no. The, the plane. No, you are. No, I am. No, you are okay. shackled. But now, but in this world, there is no such thing as a power killer. Like, you know, a, there is a band that you could put on well, to take ne- out next time, powers. Next time you play that game, that's what you need to start doing, Pat. Because <laughs> well, you're, yes. you're absolutely capable of doing that. That's something. But th- they were talking to me, and they don't know, because, like, right before that, Whenever I realized when I first developed my powers and I couldn't because my density it gave me like body armor and I couldn't feel anything anymore, like my sensation right. of touch was gone, and I I couldn't enjoy like sex and I was going through some shit so I was suicidal I didn't give a fuck. Uh, my brother ended now, up getting killed. Now realize somebody got killed. Realize now realize the mission is done. They're captured. We are only. Military oh, but this this was like this was before those big planes. This was before that, though. What I was saying, because I was suicidal oh. and I I jumped off the top of the mountain that was on my island. I just jumped That's off right. of it. I tried to kill myself, and I wasn't even densityed out. No, I did. I densityed all the way up so <laughs> that did. I could go deeper into yeah. like I cannonballed. That's when I found the fucking aliens because I went down into the ground, That's right. into the caverns and shit. 
uh, it didn't even scratch me. It didn't even flinch. I mean, I, I fell, uh, I don't remember. He, he said, he said, there's no reason to even, it was like an abyss. You just fell for a couple of minutes. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because like, cause he told me afterwards, his original plan was to do it like the movie alien where people from your island would go missing one by one because you wouldn't know that they were down there and then you would have to figure out what was going on after you found some people with face huggers or chest bursters but when you jump off the mountain and just kept going down he was like well man fuck it he he found the man i mean that's just he just i didn't think he was gonna try to kill himself and go full density jump off a fucking mountain and just keep on going down to the ground was this before or after the brood in your game this was a good question was after wasn't it it was after yeah okay because i remember that's what you said in the marvel game you said, "Yeah, I was gonna have it be just like the aliens thing, but then uh, you decided right, was, you decided like, not to do that yeah. either. <laughs> Except for it was two separate this time. I, I knew I was thinking about that, and I'm like, no, fuck that. How big is this gun that they gave me? Okay, well, I'm just gonna blow the whole top of this mountain off, and we'll just go in from there. Fuck all this twisting, mazing, turning. Fuck all that. And you were just kind of looked at me like you were almost disgusted for like a half a second. You were like, yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's right." Uh, there's there was a couple of times in the game where I got that disgusted look. That's that's a good look for me, by the way. I mean, you know, it might suck for Pat because I know that look. I've given that look as a storyteller to people, <laughs> but that just means that some horrible shit was just averted. Whether it was something that would hurt you physically or something that would traumatize you in real life. <laughs> no, it was just. It's the look uh, GM gives their players when their players do something actually smart, but it short circuits their entirely planned adventure. And this is why I don't plan stuff anymore in detail, because Marshall and Ryan and all my other PCs have taught me that you can't do that. Have a have a rough outline of stuff you may want to do, and then let your PCs be PCs, because... Yeah, because if you if you write down and you say, okay, and then they'll make the deal with this guy, and then through this contact, they'll go to here and they'll find this out. No, because you can look at him halfway funny, and he's like, no, fuck this dude. I'm I'm not working with him. I don't give a shit if he has information or not. Fuck him. In fact, I'm going to try to kill him right now. Pat's like, what? <laughs> what? Or, or even better, he doesn't like the way he looks, and then he sneak attacks him, doesn't even talk to him. He just starts attacking combat. Pat's like, what? <laughs> I remember our our friend he uh he like rage quit from storytelling. <laughs> it was uh in my defense I had very little to do with this. It was uh at the apartment and yeah, let's do it and we all played mutants. Um we were like Morlocks and he was putting us through the follow the mutants or something, but he wanted us to go with his storyline. But it was clear that we were trying not to do it because it was frustrating. He really dug it, and then they were rolling good, and they were they were out role playing, and they were really just going against the storyline. And then he's like, "You know what? That's fine. I don't want to run anymore. In fact, I'm never going to run for y'all ever again." I'm, no, we're still cool. No, man, I got no problem with. But there's no point in this. I see what you're doing, so don't worry. I'll never run a game for y'all ever again. And like they were like <laughs> well, they man. were kind of enjoying it, but it was like 
Yeah, you can't let them because that's what they do. They derail games. They they do their oh, thing. <laughs> Actually, on that note, we're gonna have to wrap it up here because I just got a text that one of my cousins from Jacksonville in Florida is in town, and they're about to swing by in ten minutes. So I have to go get ready to see some family I have, I have not seen for a while. So I guess I, I hope y'all enjoy um, always bet on role playing because as you can tell, we are role players and we enjoy it. So I hope you enjoyed hearing about our misadventures and our characters and oh, some of and them. whatnot. And there's still maybe a, de- and, a, oh, a dozen yeah, systems only, that we had didn't get into. Oh yeah, this is only a small amount, so we could probably come back to this. In a, I mean, I I, I podcast, ran which, I ran that Buffy game for for Stephanie for right, four, which or I, five or six which I also years. Enjoy, and and I actually wanted to discuss that, but I gotta go. But um. Yeah, man. Hope you have fun. This is a fun podcast. I love role playing. I love comics. So, hope you enjoyed it too. So, Mars, take us out. <laughs> but, but, but we don't. We don't have time to go through your list of podcasts. Okay, look, people to go. To. My name is Marshall. You can call me Squishy Not Sink. You can call me the Graveyard Announcer. No. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The graveyard the graveyard host aka the graveyard stick. That's kind of gross, the graveyard stick. Okay. Uh newpodworldorder.com is where you need to go. Enough said. And as always, you can find this at always bet on geek on Twitter, always bet on geek at gmail.com. Find us on iTunes under Always Bet on Geek. Find us on Stitcher at Always Bet on Geek. And my name is Pat, and I'm out. Peace. Hey, wait. What about Jared Axelrod? <laughs> and my friend Jared Axelrod, you motherfucker. Hey, wait. The creator been, and host. I, I've been I've been trying real hard the to, voice of free, to remember the man's name. Of the voice of Free Planet X, and. It's a great podcast. Apparently, this is now a running <laughs> gag for Always Bet on Geek. Whatever, man. I don't mind. He's my boy. Jared Axelrod is the host and creator of the podcast, The Voice of Free Planet X. Go check it out. You can find it on, on iTunes. I'm sure he doesn't. Great podcast. I'm sure he doesn't mind the extra publicity. And, yeah. Oh, and our good friends, Michael and Adrian, are have created a a gaming company called Dreadful Games. Oh, yeah. You can also find that on the internets. So, dreadfulgames.com, I believe. And really, on that note, I do have to go. So, Marsh, unless there's anything else, I got the jet. I wonder why Adrian stopped running that game. I was playing a D&D game with them. It was real fun. I did move away. Are you choking? Are you okay? I can't tell if you're laughing no, or not. Sorry, <laughs> I just started thinking about that game. That game was fucking fun. It was like I played a couple of games and then like it just, uh, 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 just uh, fizzled away. I'm going, man. I I I to stop right now. So, all right, guys, we out. Always bet on geek.